1: This is a true Canadian love story.
0: We were meant to be together.
1: I can't imagine my life without you.
2: Honestly, he's a light of my life.
1: It's nice to be in that tractor beam of love.
2: I'm her biggest fan. I think I knew I'd lost my heart again. I knew I wanted a marriage like that. Difficult roads can lead to very beautiful destinations.
0: Well, love is the most important thing.
2: When people understand all the medical hardships she's been through and she's still so happy. She like she has me in awe. Like I'll be breaking down in tears and she'll be like, Mom, I'm here. Like, take some deep breaths, I can help you. And I'm like, How is this possible? You were that amazing? <laughs>
0: Hi, I'm Nancy Regan. This week's love story belongs to Bella and Kyla. You may already know them. In fact, you may be one of the millions of people who follow them on TikTok. Today, we'll talk about what makes them both tick. Sorry, I couldn't resist. The two of them have spent much of the past eight years in hospital. Bella, because she has three rare genetic conditions, and Kyla, because she's Bella's supermom. Here's the beautiful part—they make each other Bella brave. This is the Canadian love map. This is my show. This is yeah. my <laughs> show. No, Mama, Mama gets to be into. Let's see who's in charge here. Me. Yeah, I thought so. That was that was my <laughs> guess. Bella and Kyla, we are so excited to have you on the Canadian love map today.
2: This is exciting. Got some Canadian friends. Yay!
0: (laughs) What, What is your favorite TikTok post? Can you think of one that you loved? Cat videos. Oh, cat videos. Well, I'll tell you what I love. I really love your TikTok videos where you're showing your style. You've got some fashion. No, you don't think so? She's shaking her head. Do you know what I like about the name Isabella? Why? Isabelle ringing? <laughs> we heard that one. Is Isabella ringing? ringing? Get it. Knock knock. Who's there? A bell. A bell who? A bell's ringing. <laughs> Okay, that's, hey, that's pretty no good why. improv there, kid. I am impressed. You know what? Yeah. You're you're that's why you're so successful on TikTok, because you're very entertaining. Bella, is it true that you've spent a lot of time in the hospital? Remember, we gotta use our words. We gotta, we gotta that's talk. A yes. That's a yes. It is a Thumbs yes. Up. And why? Can you tell me? Do you remember? Do you know the story about what happened when you were born? No, why was it, Mom? You don't remember? Tell me it. Tell us,
2: Mom. Okay. So, uh, Tell me
0: <laughs> everything.
2: <laughs> so when you were born, you were super hungry. And you really, really, really tried to eat for three days. And then what happened was you couldn't poop. And your bowels didn't work because of a disease called Hirschsprungs. Mm. And you got really, really mad on the third day because you're like, Hey, people, I can't poop and then <laughs> in baby language and we got really really worried about you and so you had to get air ambulance to the nearest NICU where you had to have surgery mm. to get out the bad bowels that were not being nice to you
1: mommy well we talk a
2: lot about poop <laughs> so it's kind of funny because I mean Bella had an Ostomy at three days old, Mm -hmm. um, because of her sprungs, and she had a few more surgeries after that. But we she actually did receive a reversal when she was eight months old. How was the
1: reversal? Where was my tummy?
2: So, well, when you were eight months old, the doctors thought that they could take away your ostomy, and then you actually did go poop for the first time when you were eight months old,
0: but eight.
2: Eight, eight months? months, eight months. Oh, yeah.
0: <laughs> Carla, did you did you have any idea going through your pregnancy that you were going to experience some medical issues? Well, I
2: think have a baby named Elise. Okay, <laughs> okay. you're talking about your Dolly's. Now she's um, okay. Let mommy answer it this one, Kay. So, no, I didn't. Um, the only inkling we had that she might be smaller was uh, her growth. Girl- stopped in my second trimester and I had an MRI in my second trimester um but from the MRI they couldn't tell anything they were just like oh she just might be smaller I mean when she was born she was six pounds 11 ounces which really isn't that small but we didn't know anything about the dwarfism or the bowels or the the skid I was really small and Saskatchewan didn't have newborn screening either so um she was born without an immune system and we did not know
0: wow and so you went after three days you went into the spiral of medical issues and how long was she in the hospital for
2: we didn't get home um when we were um airlifted after three days and then we didn't come home from hospital for two years straight um, we were taken to the first hospital in, um, Saskatoon. I know
1: why we didn't come home for two years because it took so long to build my house. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> no, so our house was
1: fine. <laughs> you thought you were
0: just staying in the hospital so that you could build the house. Yeah. It took like. So I,
2: we were then, we were air ambulance to Saskatoon's RUH NICU. Um, and I was with her the whole time. And then after about eight months there, we were dealing with a lot of bowel issues. Um, We did not know she had no immune system. And then she, after her fourth bowel surgery, she developed like a a lung infection they could not get rid of. They were just, the respirologists were beside themselves. Like we don't understand why we can't get this child off oxygen. Like Mm -hmm. this makes no sense. And, um, so then after a month of trying to figure that out, they, you know, we, we advocated and they agreed to send us to Calgary, Alberta Children's, not only because they couldn't figure out the extent of her bowel, but also they couldn't figure out the extent of her infection. And so then we were sent from Saskatoon to um, Alberta Children's in Calgary. And um, as they continued to do tests, looking at her bowels, looking at her infection, Um, she was 11 months old. So we'd been there, we were there probably like a couple months and I discovered a large lymph node in her armpit and I brought it to the pediatrician that was just happened to be on that week. And I said, why does she have like a golf ball in her armpit? Like, what is this? And, Mm -hmm. and, um, they alerted, um, immunology and hematology they biopsied that. And that's when they found out that she had no immune system. And they were, they had no medical explanation for how she was alive. They, any newborn that's born with skid doesn't survive the common cold, yet she survived five surgeries and septic shock. Um,
0: Yeah. I was just going to say, it sounds like she was incredibly resilient, but she was more Mm -hmm. than that. She was miraculous.
2: Yeah, very. Yeah. And then from there, we were set up for a bone marrow transplant. To search for a donor. And that's the second. So we were in hospital a year by then. And then they had said, okay, she needs a bone marrow transplant. She has severe combined immune deficiency and um, she needs a new immune system, which is the bone marrow transplant. And then um, we were put on isolation and the search for a donor started. And they had said at that point, like, expect another year in hospital.
0: Wow. And this was your first baby, right?
2: Yeah. Come 2020. A few things happened. We had realized, like, that her vascular access was no more. She, because of all the Broviacs and the line placements that were in and out and in and out for so many times that we thought we were going home. So they'd take the line out or a line would get infected. She had, she's had 12 different lines placed in her life. One in my chest, one. You've had probably eight. One in this
1: one. Yeah. So, first we tried this one. Then we tried this one. And then we tried again. We tried again. And then we moved it up to here. So, So,
2: so, we tried it now here. Good. Yeah, so now the one in your arm is your last one. But there was a combination Uh of things that happened. So, the first is she's, you know, she's six years old and her bowel team in Calgary is like, They said, sick kids, we need your help. We don't know how to manage these bowels. Can we save these bowels? Secondly, we can't get a line in her, like we are out of options for vascular access. And so when that happens, um, those are the main two things to have a child need to be put on a bowel transplant
0: list. So so Bella's been in hospital 800 days in four different hospitals and yet her personality seems pretty darn upbeat is that an accurate uh description would you say
2: so you've been in our hometown swift current yes saskatoon
1: wait hometown swift current uh like yeah.
2: Friday stuff for G, yeah. So uh, Swift Current, Saskatoon. And I
1: was
2: born in that one. You were born in that one, yeah. Yeah.
1: Then I fly to
2: Saskatoon and, and then you fly, fly to Calgary and Fly Yeah. And then
0: <laughs> you're a flying and baby. Would,
2: yeah, like I mean, through you know, she she's been she's lived in hospital from birth and It's just her. She is a light. She is vibrant. And it's all her. (laughs) You know, she's, she's, and I I think that's why I, I want to allow her to share as much about herself as we can, because when people understand all the medical hardships she's been through and she's still so happy, she, like, she has me in awe, like, I'll be breaking down in tears and she'll... Be like, mom, I'm here. Like, take some deep breaths. I can help you. And I'm like, how is this possible? You were that amazing.
0: <laughs> tell us how you became
2: famous. Yes. Okay, so, okay, I'm gonna summarize, and then you tell me if I miss anything. Okay, yeah. okay. Tell them about the first,
1: like, how you got that TikTok, yeah. and How and what? How you blew up, and <laughs> how you like um. And how you like get your Went first, viral <laughs> and how you like
2: first get your
1: yeah. Naomi drawing.
2: Yeah. So I had so. TikTok for a while just because I thought it was hilarious. And then I finally made my own account and I just started playing with the app because I was like, well, just, this looks like fun kind of thing. I had no idea what I was doing. And the first video I took was just Bella wasn't even facing me. She was just drawing. And I thought what she was drawing for her. English project was really good she's writing a children's book and drawing pictures for it and I took a video of that I put it to music that TikTok recommended I'm not even sure if I put a caption I just posted it and overnight it went viral like millions of views overnight and I woke up million over a million and I think it's at millions million now (laughs) and I woke up (laughs) like my phone just blowing up literally like what and then to top it all off I had Halsey message me on Instagram the music star Halsey wow message me and she said that the videos I've shared of Bella and the pictures I've shared of her and her story really um, meant a lot to her really inspired her and she she loved learning more about Bella and that she loved that Bella had love of art and creativity and and so she sent Bella a gift this massive care package and a letter fun and and then from there we just had so many news stations and websites call us so when I so I was teaching full-time and I it just got to a point where Bella's medical needs um were very demanding and I couldn't hold a full-time job and um, do everything that her medical needs required plus her appointments. And on top of that, COVID started. And on top of that, in 2020, um, she got listed for a bowel transplant and things escalated.
1: I um, to a t- right?
2: Ah, what Bella is trying to describe was she was made to be Ariel, lose her voice because ah. she was Um, intubated from suffering septic shock and this was around the time that Lala and I were my husband and I Mm -hmm. were thinking you know what let's start a merch business as a way to support ourselves as well as you know we came up with the logo Bella Brave because that's what she is and we're like if we can share her story in this way people can um, support us knowing what she's been through knowing that I can't teach anymore. And as well as I couldn't even sub teach because COVID just me substitute teaching would just bring more risk into our house.
0: Absolutely.
2: So we, we decided, you know what, let's try and start a website of our own and sell Bella Brave merch and, and do that.
0: So Kyla, this must have been pretty stressful for you to put it lightly. Um, (laughs) is, is it safe to say that Bella is your best therapist?
2: are you gonna let me answer no interrupting yes. okay Yes, but what's okay a therapist, I don't want to get off track again um so a therapist helps you think through helps you calm down helps you uh, understand yes I do that to
1: you all
2: the time you do you do you sit me down when I need it most and you always whether she is talking to me or just being herself, she always reminds me about what actually matters and that I don't need to be as worried about things as, as I am in the moment. You do an excellent job of that.
0: This podcast is brought to you by Charm Diamond Centres, Canada's largest family owned jewelry store. They are proud to be putting love on the map. And the staff at Charm Diamond Centers are thrilled to be a part of your love story, too. So visit CharmDiamondCenters.com or one of your local stores. Love starts here. What's your next frontier, Kyla? Oh,
2: so, okay, let me answer this one, Kay. Or do you want to stay? Come stay with me for a little bit. <laughs> oh, she left me um so we have i don't know what i can or can't say but um, i'll dish it out to you guys
0: uh (laughs) okay i'm intrigued now
2: yeah yeah okay so we have a few things on the go in our frontier um number one we are working with telemiracle are you guys aware of telemiracle for saskatchewan uh
0: i think i know what you mean It's like, yeah, it's a network that's that's global, basically, isn't it?
2: Well, they they support medical families, but they are just primarily for medical families in our province of Saskatchewan. Okay, And so we're going to be it's like a big it's like a telethon every year. And we're going to be on that, which will be on TV in March. Um, We did apply to be on Canada's Got Talent. Um, but they haven't contacted us yet. So I don't know if anything will come from that. I was like, hmm, cause they reached out to us and they were like, put in an audition tape and we did, but I haven't heard anything back. So I don't know if anything will come.
0: I'll be and shocked then, if you don't hear back from them.
2: I know. And I was like, I thought we would have heard back for by now, but we'll see. And then we do have, um, we've had a specific production company reach out and and um, offer to see if there's a chance we may get uh, uh, like a family documentary tv show going
0: yeah which is that's just a natural just a natural absolutely I was wondering that that. I was already as we were talking I was my wheels were turning and thinking this would be so brilliant
2: yeah yeah so that might be that might be happening in the next year Hopefully we'll see um, if we get, if we get accepted for that. And, and aside from that, I'm just happy that I have, you know, TikTok and Instagram as a platform to, I'm happy I can share our story to, to inspire other people and support other people, other medical families and gain um, support myself, as well as there's lots, you know, like even, Canada, we don't get the TikTok creator fund. Um, so I do depend a lot on brand deals and whatnot that have been going really well lately. And um, and then hopefully March 1st, we're going to launch our new website and our new Bella Brave merch and and carry on from there.
0: Was there a moment when you had that first... Um, I call it a bolt of enlightening, Uh, that moment of realization that, oh, my gosh, I'm I'm much more impacted emotionally about this than or by this than I had realized before. Was there a sort of turning point?
2: There definitely was. I. Bella was four, so I'd been, you know, been in hospital this life with her for four years and I had thought I was handling it pretty well. Um, just doing what I knew I needed to do to support her and to support, you know, um, as a mom, just, you know, giving all I could of myself without taking time for myself or, or filling my cup. It just didn't occur to me until,
0: mm.
2: you know, physically my body started to shut down and I couldn't function. I would, not be able to get full sentences out i i wouldn't be able to drive my vehicle i i would walk in different rooms of my house and just become paralyzed with fear and and as i talked through this with talk therapy and a mental health nurse i began to realize what that was how that was ptsd affecting my mental health and causing these traumatic relapses if you want to call them or flashbacks i guess of severe medical scenarios with Bella and it, it wasn't really until about you know 4 years into that medical life that it really started affecting me physically and and at that point i thought okay i really need more support
0: hmm. you mentioned the word fear and that's what i have in my mind like i can't imagine when you've gone through such a roller coaster Every time it gets good, you must still harbor so much fear about what could be around the next corner.
2: Yeah, it's difficult because Bella's never, her unique conditions have never really had a cure and it's done and it's fixed. Everything that she's been through has been medical professionals telling me that they've never seen it before before. Um, that it's going to be a trial and error process to to figure out how we might fix it. And so all of that building up over years, over over many, many years, sort of instilled the fact that we're just gonna be throwing curveballs and she might make it, she might not. And that happened year after year, month after month, where yeah, she would suffer, she suffered septic shock countless times, at least three. And they can't tell me why. Um, The last time she suffered septic shock, they they did not figure it out. And it's just moments like that where I don't get. With rare disease, you don't get explanations. You don't get understanding all the time, and and it makes it very difficult to just live your life with so much unknown.
0: I I can't even imagine. I am a worrier. As a mom, my kids would tell you that with some humor, I will tell you. And so I can't even imagine uh, the stress you've been through. But I also think that you are absolutely remarkable. I I can see you are an amazing mom. And I'm sure in some ways, apart from being very difficult, I'm sure this has made you a different person. How has it changed you?
2: Yeah, definitely. I I always tell my husband, I'm like,
0: honey, I love you, but I don't
2: ever want to be the type of person I was before Bella. <laughs> like, I just really? I don't ever want to. I, I tell him all the time, like, don't let me be that person. Because, I mean, I didn't know. I didn't really know what mattered. I didn't know what a children's hospital was. I didn't know the wrong dollhouse existed. You know, I didn't know what suffering really meant. And it's really changed me. And then I've seen it, you know, our type of situation affect so many moms and dads. And it's enlightened me to a whole new world, which I call the hospital world. And um, being in the situation we've been in, you know, having to sacrifice so much. And at the same time, rely on complete strangers the public to help keep my daughter safe keep my daughter alive it's just a whole nother world to live in and um and uh I knowing what I know now I can't imagine living as someone who doesn't understand that who doesn't want to support people that have to go through that and help them out
0: hmm It's such a love story. (laughs) You know, there's so many dimensions of love in your story. Mm -hmm. And included in that is your willingness to, even going through these challenging times, be an advocate for others and to, you know, work to inspire other medical moms, as you say, and medical parents to find their way through How do you do it?
2: (laughs) I mean, it's really, it's all Bella. Honestly, I, I want people to see that, like, you can, you can be okay going through hard things. You can have people to support you, even if they're on the other side of a screen, they're still going to be there. (laughs) And I just, you know, I've, I've seen so many people suffer and I've seen, I've, I don't want to cry, but I mean, I've seen moms lose their kids. And I just, I want to try to prevent that type of pain for anyone else if I can.
0: Yeah, that's beautiful. It also strikes me, Kyla, and and you know what? Don't be, for goodness sake. No, I'm crying. I'm crying, Bella. You're back. You know what?
2: Oh, thanks, honey.
0: (laughs) It seems to me Bella's drying her mom's tears. (laughs) What does she love most about you, Bella, do you think?
2: Do you want to guess my answer? You need three things. Oh, I need three. What do you think I'm going to say? Here, do you want to stand up so we can see? I can't guess. You have to. Oh, I have to. Say. Three things that yes. I love most about you. Uh-huh. It can't just be one. Uh-huh. Okay. I love your character. Your character. I know you might not know what that means. You. You. Even like, from when you couldn't speak, the way your eyes would move, the way your mouth would move, the happiness that would exude from your facial expressions—oh, like, like
1: when I was, like when I uh, lost my voice, I was like,
2: <laughs> yeah. But even when <laughs> you, when you and were, and when you were a baby and you couldn't speak, how there, there was ways that you could tell me you were okay with just your eyes and the way that you were. How could I not speak when I was a baby? Well, normally babies can't talk. You could. Oh, so I was
0: like so I was like yeah <laughs> yeah Bella, you could fly but you couldn't speak. Yeah
1: <laughs> baby's cat fly. You
0: That's were a right. flying baby. you yeah. told me that. <laughs> <laughs> she's trying. I
2: would, I would and I love I love your heart. you have a caring huh? caring and and just endearing heart. You know what matters yeah. most? My heart, my my red bowel heart. No, your heart, like your <laughs> like your emotional heart, like you. <laughs> <Okay. yeah. laughs> okay. Your red organ, your red organ heart. Okay. <laughs> um, one more question. Okay,
0: one more question.
2: One more thing. Okay, so I love your character, I love your heart, mm-hmm. and um, I love your stink eye.
0: What? What's That's a stink scary. eye, Bella? Don't know that no, it's your stink eye. Is that a stink <laughs> eye? Oh, it's actually a little scary. You look really mad. Bella, your <laughs> mom talked about what she loved about you. Oh.
1: Three things I love about me, Mom. And, oh, three,
0: three things okay, so three you love things, about Mom. Go.
1: I love her
2: style. Oh! <gasps> oh my style well that's okay good one it's usually sweatpants and sweatshirts but okay
0: that's good that's (laughs) pandemic style
2: yeah what else do you love about me oh i like your drawing my drawing
1: oh and i like her
0: what else else do i do that you like think about it she's like
2: social media oh (laughs) my social media stuff
0: you're social savvy and you're
1: the best mom ever
0: peace Peace. okay peace out it doesn't get better than that it does not get better than that Kyla thank you so much what a rich beautiful (laughs) conversation oh
2: good yeah well it's our pleasure this is a nice chat we don't mind
0: Well, we just loved it and we will be pulling for you and I really would love to catch up again after her successful bowel bowel transplant when you are just cheering yes
2: yeah we will be calling on our bravelings big time when that call comes (laughs) this was really really easy and just a nice way to spend my evening so thank you
0: Thanks so much for listening to the Canadian Love Map. If you love us, please subscribe and share. We'll be back next week with another love story to add to the map. This podcast is presented and made possible by Charm Diamond Centres. It's hosted by me, Nancy Regan, and is produced and distributed by Podstarter. This has been a Podstarter production.